<laughs> awesome. It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's superhero slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes. It's superhero slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And let's be honest, we're all excited about this Avengers Infinity War trailer, <laughs> and it's probably the only reason you're here. None of this other news matters this week. We have more news, but we're all here for Infinity War and more. Yes, so. that is true. Man, this uh, this trailer came out of nowhere. We're going to talk about it here momentarily. I wouldn't say out of nowhere. I guess we had a specific date that we thought it was going to drop, and it came sooner. So we're all pleasantly surprised by that. <laughs> That's right. I mean, how do you how do you end, kick off December and end November with, with an Infinity War trailer that <laughs> nobody was really expecting? Yeah, that's right, and we got some other news to talk about too, but, you know, I, I'm thinking of the words that I say in the intro here where I say we love TV, movies, and superheroes. You know, I say we love TV, but man, am I behind on a lot of TV. Uh, <laughs> you, you, are so, you are so much better at this than I am. Uh, like, the Runaways are out, uh, Legion's been out forever, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just came back on Friday. Like, these are all things that I, I desperately want to and need to watch. But uh, for for other reasons, my wife and I we crammed in the the crisis on Earth X, which I think we're going to talk about towards the the back half of our show today. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you so, you watch the DC stuff a little more than I do because I kind of gave mm. up. Arrow wasn't my thing. The Flash got repetitive. Um, I I probably should give Legends of, Legends of Tomorrow more time, but it got a pretty rocky start off. Uh, what's the fourth show they have out? Oh, Supergirl. Yeah, I don't watch yeah. Supergirl. Yeah, and then Black Lightning's coming out, and then uh, another show too, Titans soon. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I guess it's good that th- there's two people manning this show. You can kind of helm that <laughs> uh, that Marvel stuff over there. Make sure it's uh, holding tight. Uh, I'll watch the D as much DC stuff as I can, and then between the two of us, we still won't watch Gotham. That's right. <laughs> uh, I, I know a lot of people like it. A lot of people might be tuning off of it. I, I don't know. I forget. I forget that's on actually until you just said that. <laughs> um, but- well, it was funny. I saw a sponsor. I saw a sponsored tweet. Um, for like uh it was either like some sort of dc like a uh, website where you go and stream the the dc shows and i was really confused i was like wait is this like some sort of soft rollout for the dc streaming app that they didn't announce this is very strange and then i click on it and it's just a simple web page of all of the dc shows and i think you just like click on the poster and it takes you to a place to watch it so it's probably just some sort of fancy landing page but i was like i saw gotham on there and i was like oh yeah that's right Gotham is a DC show. Just nobody remembers. It's on Fox. No one's watching it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot going on. And I, some people talk about, I mean, I haven't heard this phrase in a while, but superhero fatigue. Oh, uh, yeah. And while I don't believe superhero fatigue is real in the movie universe yet, mm-hmm. um, TV-wise, man, is there a lot to watch. Like, Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, not nothing against it, but when we watched Justice League and Punisher in the weekend, I'm like... Can I really sit down and watch more more of this <laughs> stuff like in a row? Like, what what's going on? So I mean, I totally understand. Like, you can't really watch everything on TV. So yeah, I yeah, I think that superhero fatigue kind of gets lumped in more with just TV fatigue in general. Mm-hmm. Like, because like you said, it's I don't think it's much of an issue with in the movies right now because. 
I think we're we're in this interesting point in uh, in Hollywood in the in the movie landscape where I don't think it I don't think really a superhero movie is just like a thing that's hot and popular right now. You know, like back in the day, it was like, oh, vampires is really hot. You know, superheroes will go the way of vampire movies. Just give it a chance. I I think the superhero movie is almost gonna it's just it's defined it's like genre. It's gonna be like like westerns, you know, or it's like uh, horror movies. Yeah, like oh, it's like oh, let's watch mm-hmm. the, these horror movies. Let's watch these western movies oh let's watch these superhero movies it just seems to be a very distinct genre and usually there's like a hero involved at some point there's an origin story and then there's like superpowers involved or like you know in the case of batman maybe something else um but yeah i think it's more of just a distinct genre which i think fatigue it's really hard to set in you know because if like there's always like western movies coming out you know whether they're tv shows or movies or there's always like fantasy movies coming out like lord of the rings is coming back as a tv show you know i think that stuff can persist you know i think uh yeah. but yeah on tv that tv fatigue it's, it's hard to get around there's only so many hours in a day exactly and what i what i mean and, and people may disagree with me what i really don't like is netflix's uh drop every episode at once mentality i enjoy like the the scheduling and like okay i only have to watch one episode this week kind of scheduling like that runaways and shield kind of allows and and yeah it's funny we we never thought that binging thing would backfire because back when netflix was binging stuff we're just like oh this is nice because there's only like three netflix originals and then all of a sudden oh wait now hbo is dropping stuff and now hulu and it's like whoa whoa whoa. now it's just like now i (laughs) i need the corporate overlords to drip it out slower so i can consume it you're just overstuffing (laughs) me this buffet is too rich that's right (laughs) exactly that's exactly you know, uh, we're complaining about good problems. So you know, <laughs> we we've had some we've had some low quality movies and TV shows this year. We've had some high quality stuff as well. So, mm-hmm. um, but but really, and we're just kind of delaying the inevitable here, Mike. Avengers: Infinity War. This trailer Ooh. is is here, and and we have thoughts and opinions and feelings, mostly feelings. Like it's hard yes. to, to describe <laughs> this trailer. Uh, you you mentioned we watched it right before the show, and how. I mean, much like Spider-Man and his arm hair in this trailer, when the Avengers theme song plays, my, oh, yeah. my the hair on the back of my neck tingles, and you're like, oh my gosh, we're we're here. This is it. Ten years, and we're only on you know three of Avengers three of four. Uh, yeah, up, so it, it's it's almost like you forgot that there was an Avengers theme even to begin with. So it's just really nice to see it come back because you know Civil War came out, and to me that's just that's just an amazing um, Ultron and uh, Avengers replacement. You pretty much got all the heroes that you want in it, an awesome storyline. It could have just been called Avengers Three, and no one would have batted an eye. Uh, but you know they didn't have that iconic theme that played in that movie. So like when it comes back, you're just like, oh man, that just feels awesome. I mean, I don't know about you, but since I'm out here on the West Coast, you know, this trailer was already live when I woke up in the morning uh, to to get ready for my day and head out the door. So the first thing I did was I'm not going to wait until I get to where I need to go to sit down and watch this trailer. I got right out of bed. (laughs) <laughs> I walked right to my TV. I, I put this trailer up. I, I have this thing where I, I, I get the trailer up on YouTube, turn annotations off right away, make sure it's on 1080p widescreen, and I just hit play, and I just ingested it into my eyeballs as quickly as I could get it in there. And then the second it was over, I hit replay, and I watched <laughs> it right watch over it again. again. Yeah, like I didn't even give myself time to just like digest what I just watched. I was like, nope, I'm watching it again. So that was a great way to start my morning. That's morning. exactly kind of how – I mean it, it aired on Good Morning America. So I was getting ready for work um, and then kind of landed as I was putting on my shoes to leave. 
And so I did the same thing. I went to our bedroom, put it on the bedroom, Apple TV, and just watched it on full gloriousness. <laughs> like, I'm not watching it on my phone while I'm sitting in my car on the way somewhere. Like, Oh, God, who would do that? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I get, like, the impatience with it, but I, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to experience this trailer is the way I would mm-hmm. say it. And, um, honestly, from what it sounds like, we're, we're both very happy and they did not disappoint at all. Yeah, I mean, we got pretty much everything that you wanted to see. You get to see Cap coming back with his beard. You obviously get to see Thanos interacting with the Infinity Gauntlet. I thought it was cool that we actually got to see him put the stones in the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. You know, I like those little um, little bits of detail there. Uh, the Iron Iron Spider suit is out in full force, uh, jumping around. Uh, you kind of get the feel. It looks like there's a couple locales. There seems to be some sort of big battle happening in, in Wakanda. But yes. I will tentatively say Wakanda just because, like the Thor Ragnarok trailer, they will hot swap locations on you from the trailer to the final movie very easily. Uh, so I, it probably still will be Wakanda because I think you talked about you think maybe one of the last Infinity Stones is hidden in there. Do I ever? This, like, this is like this felt <laughs> so good to be like, oh my gosh, this theory that I just mm-hmm. thought up while talking one day actually could come true. Yeah. One one thing that I am worried about and I'm actively trying to stop my mind from going there is since I've seen this trailer so many times now, I'm, I'm trying to put all the scene, scenes together chronologically, which is kind of dangerous because then I start to get close to thinking, oh, well, once they get to Wakanda, I know that's the third act or is it going to be the third act? Is there a locale, is there a locale they're not showing us where the final showdown is? And I don't like doing that. I think I... May have accidentally done that with one of the past Avengers movies and I put just too much of it together in my head and when I went to the theater I still had a great time but I was telegraphing everything a little too easily so I'm trying to keep my mind from putting the puzzle pieces together too much Um, but I don't think the trailer gave away too much I just have an overactive imagination well I also think you know with the ability of manipulating time in this universe as an Mm -hmm. effect as an effect any of this could be anywhere uh, to be honest. So. Yeah, I mean, we got... Yeah, that's true. We got a lot of sorcerers in this trailer, way more than, I would say, almost any other kind of standard Avengers character. Obviously, you got your your Iron Mans and your Captain Americas, but, like, we saw Doctor Strange and his, uh, his buddy. I forgot his buddy's Wong. name. Wong. Yeah, we saw Strange and Wong all over this trailer doing magic. And if you were to go back and look at the San Diego Comic-Con footage, that surprisingly is out there on YouTube. Just We could have watched this a while ago, back in September, and we didn't even know. Um, uh, there's more uh, sorcerer going on with like platforms and Star-Lord jumping off it. So, yeah, I think like if Avengers 3, a.k.a. Infinity War, is going to focus a lot on Earth. I think it's going to have a lot of uh, the sorcerers on it. And then, of course, yes, Avengers 4 is still a movie being made. It is not the ultimate Avengers climax of this phase. It's going to be Avengers 4. I feel like that's maybe going to lean into all the other characters we haven't seen, like uh, Ant-Man, Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. Um, I have have a sneaking suspicion that uh, even though we saw the Guardians in in this trailer, that they maybe aren't going to be showing up until, like, the very end of the third act with Thor. Since, like, Thor is, like, a big, strong dude, you don't want him going up against Thanos, like, right away at the beginning of the movie, because I feel like maybe, you know... Well, I'm going to go against it, because you have to, because this trailer gives us two things here. Mm -hmm. Loki has the Tesseract. Yes. Thanos has the Tesseract stone in his gauntlet. So... 
if Loki is with Thor on the ship, this is I think this is going to happen a lot earlier than you think it is. Oh, maybe. Be- yeah, because the the Guardians do pick Thor up, so there's got to be some sort of damage and destruction that causes him to fly out into space. Yeah, and um, I believe uh, we have a Vanity Fair article that came out on Monday as well um, before this trailer. Um, you get to see, I know they, they misdirect, but Thor has his original hammer with him in that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, will he be making a new weapon in the, the, I guess the, uh, I guess it says the, the star forge is what I think it was called is where it was mm-hmm. made. He could be making a new weapon in this. That could be his journey. I don't know. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe it'll kind of, maybe the guardians and Thor will be like the B storyline throughout the movie and they'll just be out in space trying <laughs> to prepare themselves to go to earth. I think C storyline because we've got a cap team and an Iron Man team and judging by this Captain America team, they're fighting an army of outriders. It looks fantastic uh, yeah i i had to um i had to text you when i saw those outriders because i was like hey are these the same thing that we saw in that agents of shield trailer and i was like i feel like this would be almost too clever to have the same villain in both shows because i know the show i know the tv universe and the movie universe doesn't play that well together so i don't think they would also have the same villains no yeah no the ones in shield which we'll talk about later are very very d-list characters like very very <laughs> Um, but someone did send me an article from Entertainment Insider, mm-hmm. and they mis. This is why you shouldn't believe anyone who puts things on the internet. They mislabeled them as Chitari again, oh. and I'm like, did you even look at them? Like they have <laughs> they have four arms and nasty teeth. Now I get it; they're alien hordes, but th- those are not Chitari by any means. Yeah, different alien hordes. People get up on your alien hordes. That's right. Um, kind of going through this, we also get to see the return of the Hulkbuster armor, which mm-hmm. we have not seen since Age of Ultron. Uh, it's got it's got some more gold in it, and a uh, popular theory is that it's not Tony Stark piloting it. Uh, oh, really? That uh, we see Bruce Banner working on the arm of it at the beginning of the trailer. Oh, yeah, we did. And maybe uh, he, uh, this is, again, no clue here, that maybe he can't turn into the Hulk, or doesn't oh. want to turn into the Hulk, or has uh. separated from the Hulk. I don't know. Oh, that would be really, really interesting. Because, because the, the end of the trailer is just the Hulk running with everybody. But if he's the Hulk, why would he need the Hulk Buster? Mm, I don't know. I, yeah, I could kind of see it as like, um, you know, he really just doesn't want to turn into a Hulk. He's just very dangerous. He can't control himself. You know, he he could say like, hey, I was the Hulk for years on this freaking planet being um, being used as basically a battle slave. I can't, I don't want to be this green guy anymore. And Tony's just like, well, hey, why don't you just take the Hulkbuster armor? I like that idea. That's clever. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris, you're clever. I like it. I'm, I'm trying. Well, the last time we did see Bruce Banner, uh, if you've, I mean, I, I want to say spoilers for Thor Ragnarok, but if you haven't seen it, this trailer is full of them anyway. Um, <laughs> that, uh, you know, Bruce Banner was the Hulk at the end of that movie. Mm-hmm. And what it appears to be at the beginning of this is that he gets thrown to Earth somehow and lands in the Sanctum Sanctorum with the sorcerers you mentioned earlier. Yeah, well, I, I think, um, yeah, this is another thing where like I'm piecing too much together, but I feel like what's going to happen is maybe he will land on Earth, maybe run amok, and then Tony and the sorcerers will have to come like um, wind him down <laughs> and get him back to normal. So I don't think he's just going to like con- conveniently land in the Sanctum so- Sanctorum. <laughs> Unless they start to see him coming in, like, oh, we have an asteroid coming into Earth. Wait, that's no asteroid. That's a Hulk or something. Well, let me, like, let, okay, let, me let me lay a theory <laughs> on you here because this, okay. this scene with him laying in the Sanctum Sanctorum mm-hmm. uh, from our screenshot gallery you can take a look at here um, is the exact scene from the Infinity Gauntlet book, but the Silver Surfer was sent to Earth to warn them of Thanos. 
So the Hulk has taken that Silver Surfer role and say, hey, Thanos is coming. Because if, if I mean, this is, again, I don't want to put too much in your head, Mike, here. But if, <laughs> if Loki has a Tesseract, he could send Banner to Earth to warn everybody before Thanos takes the cube. And then send I mean, Thor that, out in space the other way. That's not a bad theory because I was actually just about to bring up. It's going to be really kind of... Um, um, a, a, a kick in the nuts to Thor Ragnarok if you just turn around and you start to make Loki a bad guy a backstabber again because even Thor in that movie says you know Loki you're very predictable we know you're gonna you're, we know you're just gonna turn on somebody at the last minute you know it's not it's not clever anymore you know stop doing it so it's just like we can't I don't think we can just have Loki turn into a bad guy yet again I think it's fine for him to have shades of gray to kind of keep looking out for himself I don't expect him to be a hero in any means but i just it's hard to imagine him willingly giving over the tesseract to thanos or like oh i've been a double agent the whole time i've always been working for um for thanos to give him this it's just like no loki's too selfish he wouldn't do that unless he was getting something out of it and i think he it he kind of redeemed himself a little bit by saving all of his people at the end of uh, ragnarok mm-hmm. i guess I, uh, yeah like you said like <laughs> you should have you should have seen thor ragnarok by now sorry there's still a lot of awesome stuff in that movie even if i did spoil the ending well, a little bit. This, 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 <laughs> movie, this movie definitely picks up from the end of that so i mean this trailer does so mm-hmm. i mean even the eye patch on thor if you've not seen <laughs> ragnarok and you don't get the eye patch you will understand the eye patch if you watch the movie <laughs> you know actually no I'll, I'll i'll double down here a little bit if you hadn't seen thor and you just heard us saying all this awesome stuff about that movie this is even more reason to go see thor ragnarok <laughs> right now i don't know why you haven't seen it like this is this is it's, nothing but selling the movie <laughs> it's true it's true uh there's a couple misdirects in this trailer i kind of want to point out mike um, uh-huh. that i noticed so there's a scene of some feet walking over some dead as guardians it looks like uh, okay. right before it cuts to loki with the tesseract Mm-hmm. Those feet are actually the leggings of Ebony Maw, one of the um, children of Thanos. Mm. That, that is not Loki's feet. Um, because if you match that up with the, the San Diego Comic-Con statues they had there, mm-hmm. that's his exact clothes and boots that he's wearing. So Now that's the investigative journalism that I'm talking about, Chris. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's one of them. Also, later we see the Vision. We, we mentioned that a little bit. Um, two versions, a human version and a uh, the robot version. Mm-hmm. And he looks like he's getting his stone torn out of his head. Yeah, uh, which we assume will be a big deal. Will he live or die? Nobody knows. Like it's that's a big debate online. Is he going to live or die? But yeah, we see kid. two feet, two pairs of feet on him. One is Corvus Glaive, the one of the Ebony Maw, and the other one's um, Proxima Midnight, who is the one who throws the spear at Captain America mm. that he um, catches, probably much to their dismay. Yeah, and we do, and we do see um, Black Widow holding a spear at some point in the trailer. So I could assume that maybe they're all in whatever crazy action scene is happening because it, you know, that's what that's like. Basically, Black Widow's power is to take stronger weapons from other people and use them against you. <laughs> exactly, and and, well, and and protect the probably the strongest person on Earth at this point in time. Yeah, uh, the Vision. So that's that's really cool. And then there's a lot of uh, I've seen a lot of people kind of parody Thanos and his look in this movie <laughs> and while that's true i i my job is to take photos and color correct them so uh, i've gone through and color corrected some of these screenshots mm-hmm. and he's still very much the dark purple we've seen before but this orange glow is making him come across as a like an orangey purple i guess like, yeah like a very lighter purple which is yeah i'm not, I'm not trying color. to call 
I'm not trying to call people stupid out there, but it's just like, have you not, never seen like one object in a color lighting and uh, the same object in different lighting? He's just going to change colors depending on the lighting. He's not like some weird chameleon. Exactly. <laughs> and then some of the background on this orange planet, and at the beginning there's two suns. One planet we know has two suns, Mike. Can you guess which planet that is? Uh, it's not Tatooine. I know you want to say Tatooine. <laughs> I, I can't think of because the only planet I could probably draw up would be like one from Guardians, but I can't think of any of the planets' names in Guardians. Xandar. Yeah, that's what it was it, with the, uh, the the Nova Core. Yeah, it orbits two suns. And notice he has um, the purple stone. So I think uh, maybe some of this battle takes place on Xandar. Um, mm, trying yeah. to get the purple, or maybe it's a mis- maybe it's a misdirection. Maybe he doesn't have a purple stone, and they're gonna recolor <laughs> these stones for us. Yeah, I mean they could. I just can't like. I don't want to say like I can't trust Marvel, but like they're sneaky like that. They're sneaky, and I appreciate that because like they know that this trailer is to create hype. And it's not necessarily to to give you exactly what you're going to see in the movie. Mm-hmm. And also, sometimes I think it's not intentional. They just end up changing things by the time the movie comes out. But uh, whatever, it totally worked. This is yeah. the most viewed trailer of all time, which is amazing. That uh, within 24 hours, it, it knocked it. I watched the Wikipedia article for like YouTube views, and then at one point they couldn't even keep track of it. And it just <laughs> said, "Give this man a shield um, from the trailer," which is a great line. I mean. We get to see Black Panther. We get to see Bucky. Bucky returns. There's so many characters in this trailer, Mike, uh-huh. and it's hard to to pick them all out of a lineup here because they're just they're just giving us everybody um, all at once. Yeah, um, I guess a, a, yeah. It makes me wonder if this is Bucky's first appearance uh, to reshowing, or maybe if he's going to show up in Black Panther again. I think it'd be cool if he did, but you know, maybe they could save him for this awesome movie that's only going to come out like maybe a, like a couple months after Black Panther drops. So we don't have a whole lot of time to I, wait afterwards. I don't think he's, I don't think he's in Black Panther. I think they said that he's not in it. And but again, they could lie to us. Like yeah. I'd be sounds okay like if they good, lied to us. Sounds like a good after credit scene. Maybe that's just where uh, the Winter Soldier thrives is in the after credit scenes because he's been in like three of them now. Exactly. <laughs> and then again, we we talk about the the San Diego Comic Con trailer. There is a lot more Guardians in that trailer than there mm-hmm. is this one, and we get to see Doctor Strange and Star Lord team up. So I'm thinking, you know, we're gonna see two big battles happening at once, Mike. Once on this orange planet, and with the the sorcerers, Tony Stark. Spider-Man who got choke slammed, knocked the <laughs> yeah. fuck out, and um, then the, maybe in Wakanda somewhere along the way. I don't know. Yeah. We we don't know, and I don't want to feed your 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 imagination, but <laughs> we literally can't pinpoint where a lot of this stuff goes down. Yeah. I have to say, I am looking forward to the emotional moments in this movie, which uh, I think is what really what makes a movie, honestly. I'm looking forward to Star-Lord coming back to Earth for the first time in a long time, just like taking it in. Uh, I'm sure he'll make a joke about it. He'll probably see somebody carrying around like an iPhone and maybe make a, a joke about future technology. Who knows? He's like, I have a Zoom. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, they'll probably be... Um, awesome moments where we see cap again for the first time i don't know if him coming out of the shadows is going to be a reveal or not um Mm because that's kind of ruined because we saw it in the trailer but we all we we know he's not dead this isn't some sort of like superman returns type of scenario we know he's out there kind of being like a a secret avenger so that'll be cool to see him uh, rear his head again maybe see what the moment's like to him for him to see tony for the first time since their fight i'm sure that'll be pretty tense um, it'll be cool to see Doctor Strange interacting with more characters. So I, there's lots of firsts that are going to be happening in this movie. Yeah, a lot of firsts and probably a lot of lasts too. Um, according to that Vanity Fair article, Avengers Four is going to be the finale of this first, I guess, three phases of Marvel. Like we're going to be able to distinguish 
what Avengers 4 before was and what is after Avengers 4. Um, even though some plot threads look okay through, according to Kevin Feige, who crawled out of his hole and did his interviews <laughs> this week. Yeah, and I think that's really important to note that Avengers 4, you know, that is really going to be the culmination of all of the work that they've been doing. And, but unfortunately, I think maybe just the 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 casual consumer out there of these movies might end up getting a little confused. Because, I mean, Chris, if you don't keep track of the this, this stuff as detailed as we do, like literally every week we're on top of the news like uh, no one's business, if you're just a casual person out there, you would watch this trailer and think like, all right, that's it. They're wrapping it up. I mean, come on. Look at all the people they put in this trailer. This has got to be it. They're not They're not realizing that Ant-Man's not in there. They don't know that Captain Marvel's supposed to be coming out. So. Yeah. And they kept telling us over and over again that th- this is not a two-parter. I know we have uh, at first we said it was part one and part two, but this is going to be its own standalone movie. It's going to be its own thing. But it's just like, well, I don't know. A lot of things in this movie seem to be reaching towards a part two. You know, we're showing his gauntlet, and we're seeing that it holds these specific number of Infinity Stones. We, I don't know if we assume he's going to get the last one at the end of this movie or not, but I feel like there's lots of there's going to be lots of loose ends at the end of this movie that's just begging for a part two. So I don't know. I'm curious to see how they're going to craft this movie because um, they've like they they've they've tripled down on saying that. I feel yeah. like this is its own movie. So I'm curious what's going to happen because it's like you can do a cliffhanger, and I'm totally fine with cliffhangers. I don't mind it. Um, but you got two movies in between it. You got Ant Man and Captain Marvel. So I mean, like, if if the if the Earth is going to be just on the precipice of destruction because Thanos finally got all the Infinity Stones and we're on this cliffhanger, um, I don't know how Ant Man is just going to be casually going around trying to heist something from like a store or something. I don't know. I don't know what's happening yeah. in that movie. While Thanos is on the other side of like the planet, like destroying it and punching it to oblivion. So maybe there's just going to be different timelines. Captain Marvel makes sense because it's going to be in the '90s, so I don't have to worry too much. Right. About it. But I guess, like, where do you thread the needle? Where do you put Ant-Man in to where he's not worried about Thanos destroying his home planet, you know? I, I don't know. And I think that's the beauty of all this is we don't know a lot of it. And mm-hmm. I love the secrecy. I love the shroudedness. Yes, we had some leaked footage come out a couple weeks ago. I don't think you watched it. but No, but you told me in that leaked footage that we g- did get to see the, what did you call them, the children of Thanos yeah, in it? we get to see at least one children of Thanos, the Proxima Midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, it, all that most of that footage is not in this actually, so I'm actually really impressed um, that none <laughs> of that was in this. So um, I don't know where that came from. So that, that's out there, and I guess um, you know I don't know what's going to happen. We don't know where this is going. We have to still see Black Panther before we figure out where everything is mm-hmm. and and why Wakanda is a very important part of this movie. Um, but I do want to point out one thing. There's one more one more picture here. With Tony Stark holding the flip phone from Civil War, um, I don't know if you saw that, but he's with when he's in the Sanctum Sanctorum, he has his flip phone. Oh, I didn't realize to call that. Steve Rogers in his hand, um, lit up. So I think they may have to make up rather quickly in this movie. So uh, well, they cross paths, we don't know, but at least he's gonna you know call him on his cell phone, as Drake said. In, in yeah. That song. It- yeah, I, well, I feel like, you know, there's always people in your office that you hate, but you, you got to work with them anyway. So maybe that's what it's going to be like between them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's that's the trailer. We've talked a lot about this trailer. Um, well, I mean, there was a lot to talk about. There that's a lot to talk about. So there's a Vanity Fair article. I'm not going to break it down very easily, but like people should read it. It's, it's linked in our notes. I thought it was mm-hmm. a great history. The past 10 years of Marvel from their humble beginnings of Iron Man being an independent film um, <laughs> to... Um, being like the $5 billion franchise it is today 
mm-hmm. what I wouldn't give to work with those people. So <laughs> uh, sounds pretty sounds pretty good yeah. to me. Well, you're either gonna have to move to Atlanta or move out here to LA, Chris. Yeah, I know. I somewhere in between there. <laughs> um, so that's awesome. And then also just a reminder: Avengers: Infinity War releases May fourth in the USA. Mm-hmm. Two weeks earlier in most other countries. Oh, bastards. <laughs> yeah. So if you you get tickets to Australia in April, you can go see it two weeks earlier. Uh, there's a list of countries that are getting it earlier than us. So I, well, I kind of get it. I guess I don't get it because the spoilers are going to be everywhere online. We have to avoid yeah. the internet for two full weeks, if not more. So yeah, I, I I have a I have a feeling that maybe they do this because like oh they want to do worldwide premieres, so they have to send the cast from location to location to location. But I think it's stupid. If you can, like, do a worldwide premiere of, like, Netflix shows on all across the world, like, just premiere the movie all across the world. We all want to see it at the same time. Yeah, I mean, especially as something like, you're going to get your money. Like, there's no reason no one would go see this movie mm-hmm. if it released in the same day. So, I don't know. We'll keep you posted when tickets go on sale. I remember Avengers 1 had a two-week, two, no, three-week early premiere uh, that I got to go to in Chicago once. So maybe if they'll do something like that, and we'll keep you guys posted if those links come available. That'd be sweet. I know. You're closer out there to see those than I am, so <laughs> cross fingers. Mike, Infinity War, anything else you want to add to this before we... Man, I'm just in a I'm just in a, a whirly-twirly, uh, just a world of uh, Avengers, and I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did find a website that offers lossless um, compressed versions of trailers, and you actually get to see a lot more detail in it than you do Ooh, on these. Lossless, that's what I like to hear. That's It's pretty <laughs> sick, I, I've got to say. So I might send that link to you later and be like, do you notice a difference? Or just me. <laughs> um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. debuted on Friday, Mike. Um, oh, yeah. Other stuff happened this week. I other, forgot. Yeah, we've got, <laughs> we've got a couple other things to talk about here. Not nearly as exciting. But S.H.I.E.L.D. is out. Season 5 debuted. Two-hour premiere. Uh, it'll be 9 o'clock on Fridays, which, you know, kind of a death note. But this debut pulls out all the stops, Mike. Like, this is not uh, like, a, oh, we're going to be very cautious with S.H.I.E.L.D. and play it safe. No, they're... They're ripping down walls, Mike. This is, I don't know if it's desperation or just <laughs> a new thing of creativity, but this one sends the team 90 years after the destruction of Earth. If that what? makes any sense. Yeah. So they, they send the team 90 years. So there's some sort of time travel something going on here. Yes. Yes, there is. And we don't know oh. what. But... Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. So Earth is essentially destroyed and and you see it. So I'm thinking this is actually tied into Infinity War. Like this is a timeline where Thanos oh, yeah. or Shield couldn't help the Avengers during Infinity yeah. War. I mean, yeah, it would have to be. I mean, especially when you think about the release schedule of Shield. Uh, you know, a full season is going to last until right until about May. So like that is like right when uh, Infinity War comes out. So yeah, it sounds like maybe they're they're t- teaming this up. Man, I I should have watched this. <laughs> yeah, so there's it's a two parter. It's big. Um, you you learn a lot about this new world and this future they're kind of in. So um, uh-huh. I, that's probably the biggest bit of news so what it's is this in, they don't tell you if it's infinity war because apparently the history has been erased by these people who are now controlling the humans so Whoa. yeah it's um uh, it's a wild ride man i'm glad i watched <laughs> it like i was it's, like it's it sounds heavy man yeah i follow clark greg on twitter and um you know usually when a, a agents of shield episodes drops he's like retweeting a bunch of things and i saw he retweeted an article i think it was about the ratings on Friday, and I think it said it said like Agents of Premiere um, premieres like 
like strong or above average or something like that. So yeah, it seems it like strong. maybe they're not. Seems like maybe they're not succumbing to that Friday night death slot quite yet. Yeah, it, it depends. I mean, it's always the debuts are always the strongest. So we'll see how that holds up if it has any, as we say, in, in the business legs. Um, <laughs> but there are no breaks. I think. Uh, I think there are no breaks in the show until the season ends. Like you don't have to worry about mid-season finales or two-week breaks. I think it goes all the way up till April or May. Like, Damn, they they're giving it they're giving it to us all the way through the end, man. So if this <laughs> is the last season, uh, this is the ride you want to be on. So yeah, shun your family over the holidays. Watch Agents of Shield. Yeah, just bring them all together. Just bring them. Well, the holidays are on Monday, so you know you can watch it. Don't you <laughs> hanging out. Another show that supposedly uh, I think will take the place of Shield if if Shield ends is New Warriors. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a potentially been picked up for two seasons, Mike. That's what oh, the, wow. the networks were kind of wanting. Like, it was originally going to be on Freeform. Freeform couldn't find a slot for it, and they're like, "If you pick it up, we want a commitment of two seasons." And the showrunner tweeted, hashtag tweeted from a bar as I write season two, but then he had to go change change it back to just tweeted from a bar as I write. <laughs> so we think someone has picked this show up, but they haven't announced what the network's going to be yet. Oh, maybe. I guess it's possible. Um, yeah, I do like the idea of maybe it replacing Agents of Shield. You know, because it sounds like 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 Marvel has this asset; they just don't know quite where to plug it in just yet. Um, I am curious what how what the episode order for each season is because two seasons sounds really impressive if you're talking about two 23 episode runs because that's a lot of show to make but if it's just like oh well it was going to be on abc freeform and the first season was only going to be like 11 episodes it's like well now two seasons seems just a little bit more modest you know because it's you know it'd be more of a normal first season so still either way that's awesome because if it's getting renewed that just means it's good in some aspect in some way it's good which is what we want yeah a lot of people have said that the reaction within the companies are like yeah this is great we just don't know where to put it to make it you know make sure it gets the light it needs. Uh-huh. Um, but the plan is supposedly to create a sub MCU with this one, like uh, kind of like the defenders, like uh-huh. runaway runaways will, or not runaways. New warriors will be like the first step in like, okay, well we have this like ground level stuff that we don't have to worry about the bigger MCU at large anymore. Um, uh-huh. Kind of get away from that shield. That shield kind of has that. They don't necessarily announce it every week, but they still kind of have that. Cause Coulson was in the Avengers movies. Yeah. Um. So they can go a little lower and and do this. So if they got some hope in it, maybe we'll see his new warriors and some other smaller shows pick up. Maybe they'll do half like eleven episodes and then another show eleven episodes the following. I guess back half. <laughs> yeah. The, this this sub universe makes me think like they're they're into season five of uh of Agents of Shield and uh, it would be funny if Agent Coulson like brings up again talking about like dealing with like the fighting alongside of the Avengers and someone's just like, Well you shut up, you've been telling that story for five years, it's not cool anymore. Did you do anything else interesting in the last five years? Talk about that, Coulson. He's still riding that high of the Avengers. <laughs> he's he's beaten that dead shield agent with a stick, so to speak. Because he died. Mm-hmm. Get it? He died. Y- yeah, he, he died. Did. Well, then now he's not dead. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Iron Fist uh, is getting the season two, Mike. Despite boo. you don't have to boo, boo. season two. <laughs> Shows get better. We can boo season one. All right, we'll all see. day long. But the season two has a new showrunner, and and this the villain may be a character called Lady Gorgon. Hmm. Um, the description of her role is a chameleon adapt at playing roles and habits of part that best fits her mission. But in the comic books, she has a history with Frank Castle and the Hand, so they could tie a little bit of this in together. My thoughts are, 
stop dealing with the hand. Um, <laughs> we don't need any more magical ninjas, but it, you know, it could be remnants of it that fight the Iron Fist. I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, these Defender, I think these uh, uh, Netflix shows after the Defenders need to go the routes of kind of the Marvel movies where team ups are more natural and they just happen because it's very, it's very readily available. I mean, since they all know they exist now, they all know they live in this in the same city. So now it's logical for them to reach out to each other when they get into tough binds, you know, and I think that's what's going to help elevate these shows just like it helps elevate the movies like don't just do it like i know there's no sweeps weeks when it comes to uh netflix but like don't just do it because you're trying to get more ratings do it just because it's natural and makes sense so like um like we said uh thor ragnarok it was basically like a hulk and thor movie even though it was thor's movie so even though it's iron fist season two just throw luke cage in there for like 80 percent of the episodes and i'll like it a lot better <laughs> well he's uh iron fist is in luke cage season two so i mean they've got that started so it could definitely mm-hmm. bleed over very easily um i don't know much about iron fist season two i know they have all the shows except i think the punisher in production right now or at least starting mm-hmm. this month december so um they they're they're moving right along on this man they're trying to get these out for that disney streaming service comes along. <laughs> yeah that's what i was gonna say we got to complete this whole uh saga before a disney comes and sweeps in the characters yeah that's right and takes them back and, and does better things with some of them so. <laughs> uh yeah so the iron fist moving moving along whether whether you like the first one or not i know people Aww. who did but it's okay you can be wrong and we'll still like you yeah they can go ahead and go watch justice league again too if they want that's right or gotham <laughs> they're probably watching yeah. gotham loving gotham yeah, there you go there you go <laughs> uh runaways mike have you got a chance to watch the runaways yet? no chris i said this at the beginning of the show i'm a bad person i haven't seen that, it yet <laughs> that's fine that's fine it's on hulu it's weekly so there's only four episodes out um because the first one was a three-part premiere uh my wife and i watched the first two episodes and she insists that I cannot watch anymore until she's around. So she's into oh, us. That's a, that's a good, that's a vote of confidence. Yeah. Um, it's very much, um, kind of tweeny. The first mm-hmm. two episodes are very, tw- cause the, I mean, the, the people in it are younger, like, you mm-hmm. know, 15, 16 year old people. Um, but after I watched the first episode, I believe I went through and read the entire comic series like that same mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause there wasn't a lot of the original run. So I'm, I'm into it. I don't know. Hopefully it gets a little more grown up. Um, less tweeny, but you know, it's, it's pretty all right so far. <laughs> pretty all right. So far says Chris from superhero slate.com. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I would, I would recommend runaways if you have Hulu or, you know, get a free trial. But if, if you're going to pay for it to watch and you don't have Hulu, wait till it's all done, I guess. Binge it so you're not paying several months worth of <laughs> there. There you go. Get a ask for a, a Hulu gift card for the holidays, <laughs> or get that get a new email with a seven week seven day trial. Hurry up, and <laughs> yeah, get them out. Keep making new email addresses. That's right. Just new numbers at the end every time. So Runaways, <laughs> Runaways is on, and that's a weekly show. So every think every Tuesday that comes out. So that'll 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 appease me weekly. I'm like, okay, I don't have to watch all this at once. <laughs> appease me damn it that's right you mentioned uh legion at the top of the show actually um uh-huh. and we have some news on legion season two actor i think this sayed taj maui i don't uh, know how to pronounce his last name that's I butchered good it. enough man <laughs> um he was the um he was in wonder woman he was the little guy with the mustache and the fez okay woman. yeah okay yeah 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 he was in legion season two as the shadow king but they've since been filming since september and he has left the show at this point with something new he said he's going to announce um but they may need to recast and refilm him or maybe just 
have him merge into a new person. The, Weird. Back in the show. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do with this. Yeah, usually there's contracts that stipulate, you know, you finish out the show that you, so either somebody bought them out, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, um, but they, they may need to refilm it, they may just, like, you know, in the first season he possessed different people, um, and, uh, but with a February release, you know, what they're shooting for here, they, they need to, I guess, make it work faster or push it back, one of the two. Um, I, I don't, I don't know if I'd watch this movie in February, I don't know, or this TV show. <laughs> it felt like a summer show to me last year, so I could be wrong. I don't remember. Do you remember? Do you remember, Mike? Man, I've only seen one episode of Legion. I'm so far behind. It was a really good first episode. That pilot of Legion is solid. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Season two is around the corner, Mike. You gotta get on that. Oh my gosh, I'm just gonna break my leg so I don't have to do anything. I'm gonna sit down and watch TV all day. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that thing where people don't end up with a clap at you, like <laughs> emphasis. Oh, yeah. The, are you talking about the clap emoji between every word? Yeah, I, I mostly do it for syllables. Hello, okay. Mike. It doesn't work like that, but whatever. <laughs> uh, Legion is an interesting show because it is made by Fox and Marvel, Mike. Did you know that? It's made by both companies. Yeah. Uh, and 20th Century Fox, apparently the studios have aggressively re-entered negotiations for Disney to buy Fox oh, out. Oh, man. At least the, oh, the film and TV. At least the film and TV. We mm-hmm. may get a confirmation or something announces before the year's end is how much they're moving for this. I think they're looking for their first movie or Avengers past Avengers four to be some of these Fox characters. As well, they're, we- they're wearing me down for sure. Because I remember when we talked about this news a couple weeks ago, I was like really adamantly against it. I was just like, no, don't do it. Don't consolidate all this power. And now I'm just like, I'm just so worn down by just everything else going on in life. That's just so much more important, like politics. That's worse. And I'm yeah. just, and I'm, and that's just way worse. And I'm just like, I don't care. Just buy the X-Men, whatever, do whatever you want. I'm, I'm busy trying to make sure the world doesn't fall apart. So <laughs> I don't know. Um, I guess there's more things that you could worry about in the world. I still don't like it. You know, well, just just sell the X Men off. <laughs> well, I mean, it's I mean, they would yeah, the TV movies. I think again, Disney wants them all for not to make movies, but for their streaming service. But Sony was also a contender in this, and I'm like, you know, better Disney than Sony buying them up. So, would you want do you want the Sony people making your X Men movies? <laughs> I guess yeah, I guess you got a point. <laughs> because like, what what could be much worse than that, Mike? I mean, nothing. No. <laughs> I guess a uh, illumination could buy them, and then they could uh, cross paths with the minions. No, <laughs> only if it's rated R. Yeah, just just imagine the scene where like the minions are bald, and then also Professor X is bald. There could be something funny happening there, right? No, there's not. There's <laughs> uh, multiple man turns into multiple minions is what it is. That oh, gross! No. Move on to the next. I'm tired of talking about this. <laughs> so um, the, the key of this deal is silence will be go- going forward. Like, if you don't hear anything, probably something's happening. Like, you're going to hear <laughs> silence on both fronts. That's kind of what the the people who've seen these kind of things happen. Like, when the Marvel-Sony thing did, like, they didn't say anything. Yeah, well, sometimes it's like the opposite of silence. When they're letting stuff drop, I feel like is almost intentional. They're like, let's let this news trickle out. See how the world reacts. See how the stocks react. You know, if our investors like hearing this rumor and the and numbers go up, I think it's it's good for this deal to go forward. So, yeah. Now, if they're going silence, they're going like they're just like they're uh, signing papers, putting, putting gag orders on things right now. <laughs> yeah. And then the uh, Lauren Schuler Donner. I don't know if she's a producer of most of the X Men films and mm-hmm. wife of um, Richard Donner, who did the early Superman movies. 
uh, said this week that she would love to have the X-Men join the MCU. Um, so maybe, maybe that's some hope. Yeah. Yeah, I like how you you I like how you did bring up their streaming catalog. Could you imagine how how much that their the Disney streaming catalog would explode if they had all of the rights to all the Fox movies? I'm sure there'll be some some wishy-washy rights deals things with some movies, but yeah, like at first they were just like, "Oh yeah, it's just going to be all the Disney movies that we have, it's going to be a streaming service." Oh, we can go ahead and double our library just by purchasing all of Fox's stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, and and definitely a lot more variety for the non um disney person i guess like mm-hmm. someone who likes to watch their action movies um and, and stuff like that would definitely probably be like oh, okay i can deal with this um and then share it with someone else in their family who maybe has kids you know split yeah. the cost of a, of a streaming service yeah so let's just hope how Holly- let's just hope hollywood doesn't burn and turn into rubble after all this no it's 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 got to happen man we got to have a good fantastic four movie before the they got to compete with snapchat and social media <laughs> yes it, it, that's sure. what the kids are watching it's what they're watching also kids are watching in less than two weeks star wars Ooh, star wars I like i just like it when you say star wars to me chris yeah I'm, well <laughs> i've got a little bit of star wars news daisy ridley confirmed she only wants to do three star wars movies i think oh, she's man. just talking I yeah, think, I, I saw. Talk. I saw people just way overreact to the news this week. They they heard that news and everybody bit. They went crazy like piranhas in like a pool of chum. They're going like, "Oh my gosh, she's only going to be three weeks. Oh, what's going to happen at the end of this movie?" It's just like, "Well, okay, just settle down, people. Just relax." Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> uh, this that's, is just uh, an actor <laughs> trying to get more money or like <laughs> them saying like, "You cannot say what happens after this because someone may die in the end of three, and you have to pretend everybody's dead." Or you're not yeah, and also, anymore. and also, I'm sure her contract is all, only for three movies. So of course, she's only thinking about to the end of her contract. She's been in other stuff. She was in that uh, Midnight Express movie, Orient sure Express. Yeah, Orient Express, whatever. And I'm sure she's got other movies that she's. I'm sure she's get gets every script in the world sent to her agent. So I'm sure she has every pick of the litter that she wants. So yeah, I'm sure this is just uh, um, just oh, she's not sure. You know, don't you remember when Chris Evans said this like 18 movies ago? Yeah. <laughs> and he's been Captain America forever now. I think just, you know, sometimes actors get a little restless. They're humans. They're creative types. They'll just say whatever. I mean, they're in the, mi- really ma- they're in the <laughs> middle of a Star Wars, like, news frenzy. So they're probably, like, much like Ben Affleck. And, like, I, we don't want to hear about Star Wars right now. Like, yeah, no, this the, is it. You're, you're pissing me off. I don't want to do it yeah, anymore. The second movie is not even out yet. We haven't even seen the majority of the movies that she signed up for yet. We've only seen a third of them. So, yeah. A little crazy, but I, this is just a good opportunity to say I'm excited to see Star Wars, and I purchased my, you know, I, I said a while ago that I bought my tickets, but I bought them for my backup theater, because my primary theater, the, the, the showtime that I wanted was sold out, so I'm, I'm closely monitoring my, my theater's um, uh, website. Uh, it's a good thing to do, because I think a lot of theaters will add new shows, like, exactly a week before the movie premieres, because they kind of know what tickets they have and haven't sold, so if you're out there still trying to get your Star Wars tickets i would say uh a week before this movie comes out go back and look for tickets again there might be a new inventory out there so i don't even care if i can get my money back or not for my backup theater like i'm gonna i'm trying to get to my nice reclining seats chris that's all i'm trying to say well that's good because i took the day off that star wars is coming out because i have to use up my vacation days for the end of the year and i'm gonna go wait in line because they didn't have reserved seats at mine so i'm gonna spend a lot of my time at that theater that <laughs> making sure i get the seats i want so. make some friends and t- ask borrow their iphones and manually subscribe them to the podcast i will i'm gonna take a bunch of <laughs> i'm gonna take a bunch of cards i'm gonna 
you know, maybe maybe get some. Hey, what's your favorite Star Wars line? What's your favorite? <laughs> it's like, what's your favorite Star Wars line, Mike? It's like back in the day when uh, you used to be at a bar and you're like talking to a, a lady and you're just like, oh, let me give you my number. And then you, they hand them your phone and then you put your number in their phone. Now it's just like, hey, can I have your phone? I'm going to put my podcast in your phone. No, I don't want you to have my mom- number. Just listen to my podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, just uh, just uh, I'm going to I'm going to just put it in here. All, all nice. <laughs> nice. Life. And I'll just go. I'll go ahead and review it for you, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you think do you think Conchat first? Huh? Do you? <laughs> right, maybe maybe we don't want you listening to our show actually here let me take that off there. so yeah. no it's cool so star wars is coming out we're less than two weeks away um shield had a tv spot in it on on online so we're you can't avoid tv spots if you're watching tv at this point so uh <laughs> just uh tune off as much as you can and keep your blinders on so if you don't want to hear about star wars go look at your politics because there's no star <laughs> wars over there uh we should have brought this up earlier, but this this Infinity War trailer that's just still on our mind right now. I'm thinking mm-hmm. about it. You're thinking about it. it. Was so big. Jurassic World: The Fallen Kingdom somehow did not get their trailer out this week on Thursday <laughs> because, of course, they're like, oh, we we um we did some stuff and we need to change it. And no, no, we we know what happened. Infinity War <laughs> eclipsed your your trailer, and you don't want to play anywhere near that. That's yeah, this, this was funny because this was part of a larger conversation that me and you and friend of the show, Quentin Parker, were having in a text message thread last week where we were uh, inscrupulously uh, analyzing everything coming out of the Russo brothers uh, Instagram account because they were putting out these cryptic images of like these personified numbers with eyeballs and limbs of like, oh, that's a three. Oh, what does that mean? Oh, that means we're three weeks away from uh, from Avengers. No, no, no. That means it's coming out on December 3rd. No, but that'd be a Sunday. That'd be kind of weird. And then they dropped it too. We're like, oh my God, it's a countdown. It's coming out in a day. But then the numbers didn't really match up. But then you're like, but no, the Jurassic World trailer is supposed to be coming out on Thursday. So they wouldn't do it on Thursday. And then Avengers comes out on Wednesday. And then we don't hear a peep from Jurassic World. <laughs> oh, it was yeah. just hilarious. They, uh, they, um, yeah. And then someone was like, I think the director went online and was like, yeah, we're, we're uh, still working on it. And I'm like, <laughs> no, we know better. Sure, sure, mm-hmm. sure. Yep. Okay. Whatever. So I think it's out this coming Thursday now. So um, I think they're still trying to get it out before Star Wars. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it came, if it comes out on Monday. To be honest, you could be listening to the podcast right now and go watch this trailer. Yeah. So it'll definitely be before Star Wars. They're gonna have like, you know, there will probably be more Star Wars or more trailers before Star Wars than there was that stupid <laughs> Frozen short before Coco that was twenty one minutes long. So. Um, it's like the it's like the Super Bowl, man. Everybody wants their commercial in front of the kickoff. <laughs> yes, right. And it'll be the same way for Infinity War. It'll swap back. The way. Uh, Masters of the Universe. Are you a big He-Man fan, Mike? Uh, I, I are there a lot of big He-Man fans out there, Chris? <laughs> I, I, I I hear a lot in the comic book store, to be honest. So oh wow, all uh, right. People people love that. Uh, bad news for you guys. David S. Goyer is in closing talks to direct this film for Sony. That's two, that's two <laughs> negative things in one sentence here. So I, I when I when I hear his name, it's like Jerry Seinfeld when he when he hears about Newman. I'm like, Goyer, damn it! Yeah. What are you doing in my comic book stuff? <laughs> yeah. So um, there's an old Masters of the Universe movie I think from like the 80s. I believe it had it had Courtney Cox in it and Dolph Lundgren, wow. and um, it's very campy, very very campy. This one, I mean, they've had years to work. I think this is going to be one of those mediocre movies if they do it. So like. Probably. They should do it. 
I mean, it's Goyer, so it's not going to happen. But they should have they should have done this like Twenty One Jump Street style. I think that's a, it's a little too uh, I think it's a little too cheesy to take it too seriously. Yeah, like you can't make it like hard and gritty, and then be like, yeah, this is this is Masters of the Universe. We have man e faces. You know what? You know why? Because he has many faces. It's, it just doesn't work. Oh well. But Sony's still chugging along. They've got that. They've got Venom. We got a new photo of Venom of Tom Hardy. It looks like a tactical suit here. Mm-hmm. Um, are you familiar with the Agent Venom character in the comic books, Mike? Yeah, I, you know, I've I've seen him on uh, comic book covers. I think he I think he popped up in in uh, a run of Guardians of the Galaxy yes. um, a, a couple years ago. Or it seems recent, more recent than that. But I think it actually was like a, two or three years ago. Yeah. So in this one. Um, Flash Thompson was a military man and then he lost his legs in like an IED explosion. They come back, they've weaponized the Venom suit. They know how to control it for like certain periods of time. So it bonds with Flash and he becomes Agent Venom. They use it for like black ops and, and military stuff. So You know, it, it's funny. If we were talking about a, a Venom TV show, I would totally think the Agent Venom... Uh, suit would be exactly what they would do because it's very low budget. You, you're basically just looking at like a, a black tactical suit with maybe some special effects on the face. Um, but I, in a, budget, a high budget movie, I don't think they're going to go that way. We want to see the big, organic, gooey, dripping Venom suit. And, you know, he's going to be like eight feet mm-hmm. tall or whatever. So I think there'll be shades of Agent Venom, well, but well, probably so, not a lot. So the thing with the Agent Venom, so he can only control it for like a certain number of hours at a time. Mm-hmm. So if he doesn't, it will revert back into the big gooey like flesh eating uh-huh. version so yeah that's what i want i want him to see him eat some flesh eat some puppies yeah whoa <laughs> so yeah if we're, if we're getting this movie i want it like rated r yeah Gross. so it could, it could we could see shades of both of these in there if he reverts back and and like doesn't control it very well so uh-huh. um i i'm to me in my head i'm imagining some sort of this is the hulk movie but with venom where like he turns into like the big black oh gooey my version gosh and chris if the Hulk could fight Venom, that would be amazing. Yeah, or, or or the Hulk and the Venom merged. Oh my gosh, Chris, get out of my head. Yeah, I can't, I can't <laughs> help it. I can't help it. Like, that's a that's a that's a um a fanfic we need to write right now. <laughs> uh, also on uh, Sony's radar is the Silver and Black movie, and they've hired some people: Sheena Dougall, who did the Doctor Strange VFX, uh-huh. and Ruth Carter, who did the Black Panther costumes, are coming to work on the film. Yeah. Um, Sheena. Uh, Dugall, Dougal, I don't know how to say it. Her work on Doctor Strange is phenomenal. That movie is a mind trip to watch. <laughs> and Black Panther costumes look pretty good. <laughs> so um, this is, I mean, good news for a movie that nobody asked for, you know? So I, Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, that should be, that's the that's what we should call our segments when we talk about Venom and Silver and Black. <laughs> Movies nobody asked for, but hey, it's turning out all right. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't have this on our notes here, but it sounds like Gambit's pushed back another month and won't start till March. <laughs> So, so good <laughs> oh news. Nobody asked for movies. Nobody yeah. asked for that movie. That movie's not coming out. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, not not. That's why Disney's trying to buy up Fox before the end of the year, so they can go. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, yeah. You're right. We we just have a whole section called "Good News for Movies Nobody Asked For." <laughs> uh, Titans. We talked about that at the top of the show. Another TV show in our TV thing here. We have our first image of Brenton Thwaites in a Robin costume. Mm-hmm. Um, supposedly he's playing Nightwing in the show, so why he's dressed up as Robin maybe flashbacks or maybe an origin of yeah. him. So well, we we do know over at uh over at Berlanti, I guess when they're making Arrow, they started that show out where Arrow had his suit. He was like the hero of uh, Star City or whatever. 
um, was it Star City or um, is it Central? It was Central City. I don't. I, I think it it's wasn't Star City. Star City until later. Was it? I thought they changed the name of it, or maybe it started oh. off as Star. Yeah, Starling, I don't know. Starling City? Either way, he started as a hero, and then in flashbacks, they told his past. But looking at this suit, this is a very polished, refined Robin suit. This is something that this character has worn for a while and has fought in. So it makes sense that this would be probably his last iteration of the Robin suit until he dons his new persona of uh, Nightwing. Yeah, and what's good about, you know, seeing this looks reminds me of, I know people love it, the... Um, Batman Forever and Batman Robin kind of suit. Yeah, it does look like it's that, got yeah. that. But, I mean, at the same time, it's just Batman was, is in this world. Like, he, <laughs> if he was Robin, he definitely had to work for Batman, you know? So. I'm, get, I'm getting flashbacks of the of the montage. I don't remember what Batman movie it was. Batman and but Robin. But I think it's... Uh, it's like it's like really it's like super close up and like you see Batman's like crotch rotate towards the screen and yeah. as he's holding his utility belt and I think like you're seeing all the close ups of the suit. I can't get that crotch out of my mind. Oh uh, well, there's it's, the one where he turns around and it's just ass straight. Ass. Oh yeah, his butt. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was Batman and Robin because they had um, Batgirl in it as well and they definitely oh, yeah. that with her. So that was a gratuitous. They're like, okay, well we want to show off Batgirl's assets, but it can't be too obvious. So just sandwich <laughs> it with a bunch of Batman butt. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, exactly. And the bat nipples. Gotta have the bat nipples. <laughs> bat nips. Mm-hmm. So that's coming out. Um, that should debut on the DC streaming service. So if they're filming this, that means that streaming service is right around the corner, Mike. So mm-hmm. we'll keep you posted as we hear that. And you might get to watch uh, Arrow on there, but I doubt it. CW is holding on to this show like nothing else. Um, <laughs> the Crisis on Earth X ending of this Arrowverse crossover convinced the Arrow Reddit page <laughs> to change to the Punisher. They're so mad at it. Yeah, they've done this in the past before where, you know, the audience just gets so mad at kind of just like this poor fan service that the show is trying to do that I think they rebranded the theme of the page to Daredevil because they're like, hey, this is a much better show that's going on right now. And I guess maybe they got some good faith back and it went back to Arrow and now they just decided, ah, no, let's change it to the Punisher. Um, basically, uh, what happened was... Um, uh, two characters in the show ended up getting married, which I don't follow in Arrow anymore, but apparently it was just uh, just out of pace. Shouldn't have happened. Very weird. But it was funny. You asked me kind of like what I thought about uh, Crisis on Earth X because I watched it last week. And I had a very strange review of it where I said, where you were just like, oh, yeah, people say they hated the ending and uh, a lot of the special effects were bad or something like that. And I was just like, well, yeah, I hated about half of the characters and the ending was awful. But most of the show, most of it was pretty good. So there's a there's a pretty low bar, I think, for these crossovers, especially comparing it to last year. Last year's crossover was did, an abomination. I hated it. Did you just review <laughs> the Arrowverse crossover or Justice League? Because that sounds about the same. Of what well, you know, like. it's uh, uh, it's it's the economy's tight right now, so I have to double up on my reviews. Yeah. I can't just can't produce too many. It's too expensive. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, it was fun. There was some interesting stuff happening. You know, since I don't watch Supergirl and I don't really watch Arrow anymore, uh, like the Red Tornado shows shows up in the crossover. It's like, oh shit, love the Red Tornado. Even though I think I know he's been in Supergirl, so it's just kind of cool to see him showing up and the Flash fights him a little bit. So there's fun things going on there. You know, if you like the Flash, you know, those good Flash stuff happening in there. So, you know, my wife doesn't keep up with uh, Arrow at all. We don't watch Supergirl. We've seen like a, a, a sliver of Legends of Tomorrow, and and we still had a good time watching it. So, just lower your expectations to the ground. I think you'll have a good time. I think I would grade it up right about at a solid C minus. You know, it didn't fail, but it's definitely not getting extra credit. <laughs> all right, I heard I heard there were a lot of girls hooking up in this one. So 
you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, because the... it's just like well, you have your your token lesbian from one CW show and your token lesbian from the other CW show. So of course, if they cross paths, they have to get in bed together. So I don't know if that's going to anger people out there or not. But I not guess it not as much old... as the the heterosexual <laughs> wedding at the end. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. So um... <laughs> man, that sounds like a mess. All right, cool. Oh uh, yeah, it was it was crazy, but. Uh, if you, if you didn't like last year's crossover, you might like this year's crossover. Okay. Well, that sounds like an improvement then. So, yeah, we'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're a big fan of John Cena, Mike. A big fan <laughs> of John Cena. You, you've been pushing him on all sorts of shows and stuff. But apparently, uh, he may... This is one of those situations where actors put stuff up about a show and character, whether uh-huh. they're campaigning for it or not. Usually, if they put it up, I feel like they're not going to be that role. <laughs> yeah, um, it like never happens. But but John Cena put a, a Watchmen button and then Doctor Manhattan, and we know they're casting for the Watchmen TV series. Oh my god! So would you if see John, John Cena, Doctor Manhattan? Well, Doctor Manhattan, <laughs> it's about the goofiest thing that I can think of. But oh my god, I would I would watch the shit out of that. That's just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so um, people are like, oh, they're gonna cast him. I'm like, well, he put it up on Twitter and Instagram. Oh my gosh. So he's not probably gonna be that role, but. Well, it's just really funny because I think instantly you start to think of, like, the physique. You think, like, oh, Dr. Manhattan's, like, buff and ripped. You know, John Cena's buffed and ripped. But don't forget, Dr. Manhattan is a very intelligent scientist. Can you imagine John Cena trying to deliver those lines? Like, it, I, uh, too funny. Yeah, walking around <laughs> naked for most of the show. And he's like, I don't have to wear anything on this show. I just walk around naked. Well, well hey, man, it's HBO, so there's going to be dick in this show. Oh, there's, there's going to be so <laughs> many naked people all over that Watchmen. Yeah. So, yeah. But speaking of wrestlers and movies, Shazam has some news here. Apparently, um, Dwayne Johnson or his Black Adam will not appear in the Shazam movie, but is instead focused on the solo movie for Black Adam. Oh, all right. I mean, I'm really confused about all the Shazam stuff. I'm even more confused about the future of Warner Brothers. So I just, I just kind of. I, I raise my hands and, uh, okay, I don't know. My yeah. shoulders are shrugged. Uh, okay, what's going I on here? <laughs> like, all right, whatever you want to do, guys. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a good decision. And people are not onto this. They, they think, you know, Black Adam is very essential to Shazam and, like, that, that character that they should be in there and not mm-hmm. in there, not in um, Suicide Squad 2. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, that's kind of like fan reaction. I heard they're not very happy on this. And w- where where do these other movies even fit into it? On the whole, so. <laughs> Chris, we're one new segment away from what I've been waiting for. <laughs> uh, is it name a movie Harley Quinn isn't in? Because <laughs> Harley Quinn is working on a standalone film now, as well as Suicide Squad and a Harley Joker love story movie, and all of the other DC movies that are slated to happen. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, if you like Harley Quinn and you like, uh, was it Margot Robbie? Is that her name? <laughs> Yep, that's her name. There, I was like, is it, am I saying it backwards or forwards? Because it's like <laughs> technically two first names, man. I don't trust people with two first names. <laughs> so there's that. All right, fine. We'll get to the point. Batman Ninja. I don't know <laughs> what yeah! the fuck this is. I have no clue. We made clue. it. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll uh, let, the, let the listeners out there know what's going on here. So, yeah, this Batman Ninja trailer dropped kind of just very unceremoniously last week. And I watched it. And when it was over, I was just like, oh, my God. If I got to this before Chris, I'm gonna make him watch it on the show, just because it's just so it's just so crazy and ridiculous. So that's what we did. So you haven't seen it yet, and we're gonna watch it on the show. This is a first. Usually, usually you're the one that's uh, uh um yeah. that's in the know, and now I am. 
Yeah. So, all right. So we're gonna I'm gonna watch Batman Ninja. We're gonna watch it live here. All right. So get ready. Three, right. two, one, go. <laughs> what the actual <laughs> fuck just happened? Oh my gosh! I'm so glad we did that. Oh my god! I have to go back. Hold on. I'm like I know we're recording this, guys, but Batman says this is excellent about some tea. <laughs> what 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 is going on here? My I think that. I- I think the best part about this trailer is it's all in Japanese, so it's like you don't get any sort of English voice acting. It's it's all um, it's all subtitled, and uh, I think the best moment in the trailer is just you think you're in like this feudal era of Japan. You know, you don't really know exactly what's going on if there's time travel involved or he's just really getting into his trip to Japan, really going all out, putting on this uh, samurai armor. But just uh, just there happens to be a giant mech arm that shows up in the middle of this because of course. You can't have something come out of Japan without a giant robot in it. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, Mike! What? <laughs> this hurts so bad. I'm gonna have to watch the Infinity War trailer at least three times to get this out of my head. But like, I don't like. Did you see Robin's haircut? Oh yeah, he's like half bald. Like, I, it's like and he looks like he's supposed to be a kid. I don't know what's going on. He's there. got like imagine a bald man, bald on top, <laughs> but hair on the sides, but then a mohawk down the middle of it. I, I <laughs> what is going on? We got a poster here, so I'm looking at this poster here, just trying to make sense of what's going on here. Uh huh. But it's got a bunch more villains we didn't see in the trailer. So jo- Joker, obviously, Harley Quinn, uh-huh. Gorilla Grodd. It looks like Two Face, Poison, Poison Ivy, the Penguin, and is that Deathstroke? I don't. I don't know. It's like a but Deathstroke mask. I think my one of my other favorite parts is how Alfred is totally unchanged. Like everybody else has donned this persona, and Alfred's just like, nope, still an English uh, English butler. Doesn't look like I've changed in like eighty yeah. years. He's got Catwoman. Looks like Red Robin. Is that the Red Hood with a big basket on his head over here? Oh my god! I think you're right. Oh my god! Because he's got hilarious. guns, and I think the Red Hood uses guns. And then it's just. It's just this cross fan fiction turned to life. So I think around Comic Con they released a, um, a a poster for this this movie, but it was more drawn and more of a two D flat art style. So when I clicked play on this trailer, I had no idea this was going to be like a computer generated thing, which makes it seem even weirder because it seems very up to date, highly polished, like three D models. But then they have like this feudal era. It's just this. This is the weirdest trailer I think I'm going to watch all year. Oh my gosh! I mean. Looking at the comments, I, I, these people are stupid. <laughs> They're like, oh, why can't these people run DC's live action movies? What? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't, like, the way they all run is, like, typical Japanese running, like, Naruto style. <laughs> uh, man, I don't know what I watched. Like, you've, you've sent me on a ride, and this is called an unexpected chemical reaction. So, <laughs> whoa. Wow. Yeah, go, go ingest that, people. <laughs> oh my gosh! You're gonna you can't, you're gonna have to experience it. That's the only word I can use. <laughs> it's like a thrill ride, man. So okay, back to <laughs> Netflix. Stranger Things season three has officially been announced by Netflix. Not surprised. Not surprised. So they um they said they're working on the Duffy brothers want to do four seasons. <laughs> the Duffer brothers. They uh, there's an awesome interview with uh, them on the Nerdist podcast where they kind of talk about you know their history of like loving movies and stuff like that and going through getting this deal of making uh, Netflix uh, and Stranger Things together. Um, and they said on there that they uh they they're feeling like it could be four or five seasons. They know where they they know where they they know where the story should end. They just don't know exactly how long it's going to take them to get there. So not surprised to see season three. I mean this is 
is like a this is a freaking gold mine for Netflix. This is like I would say uh, Stranger's Thing is basically Netflix's Game of Thrones at this point. Like nothing's bigger on Netflix right now than Stranger Things. Yeah, they tend to have like one really really good show or movie a month, and then like mm-hmm. a sprinkling of other originals. I think that what the show Dark just came out this week on Netflix. Yeah, I think I I, I heard some buzz about that. I haven't seen the trailer. I got to go check that. They out. said if you, if you like Stranger Things and then like the it movie and stuff like that like it kind of feels in that vein a little bit mm-hmm. so um i know that's out we're in december officially that means bright is coming out this month on netflix yeah as well. that's true the big budget we get to see will smith um fight some against orcs, orcs so the magic wand <laughs> from the director of suicide squad so uh yeah David we'll see David. how that goes <laughs> yeah, it might be might be well if there's no studio inter- interference it might be really good so uh we'll <clears throat> keep you guys posted because we'll probably watch that I'll probably watch it. I don't know if Mike will. <laughs> but one of the main breakout stars of Stranger Things is David Harbour. And he was mm-hmm. going on to play Hellboy in the Hellboy movie, which we've seen. Looks amazing. And they have an official release date of January 11th, 2019. So January. This is very interesting. Just because this is being projected for January. This isn't something that got dumped in January unceremoniously. So that means that Hollywood is trying to redefine the month of January. It's not just for movies that didn't quite make it into the Oscar season. It's not for like random like movies that were supposed to be summer blockbusters that, that just couldn't quite cut it. So this is an interesting move. Like you don't reboot a comic book franchise with a, a star like David Harbour and put him in January for no reason. Yeah, and it's definitely I think it's an R-rated film. So as we know, February is now like the new home for R-rated movies. So they're trying to maybe push those I guess slower months and the R-rated audience into those slower months uh, mm-hmm. where, where kids probably won't go. So, but that's really all our news for this week, Mike. I mean, we spent most of it talking about Infinity War, then <laughs> you made and, me watch and, this stupid and so ass we should have, <laughs> and now we're at the end. So. Yeah, well, it's it's been a it's been a great show. I know. <laughs> if people want to know what you're up to. I know you you um you you took the liberty of putting some stuff on our Instagram when Infinity War came out. So mm-hmm. uh, really love that. If people want to see what you're up to and other stuff you post online, where can they find you at? Well, they can follow me at Mike Royer Design on Twitter and Instagram, and you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Uh, Chris, if people want to follow you and see what you're up to, where can they get that? You can find me on Twitter at Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N. Boom, roasted. That's it. No, I'm kidding. There's more. Um, you can go over to Comic UI and read stuff on there. You can hit up my other show, Filmside Chats, or head over to YouTube and search the DNN and watch the videos I do there. I'm actually headed over to another podcast tonight called Nerdstalgia to talk about movie tropes. So, oh, popular, aren't you? Yes, I. <laughs> people want to know my opinion, Mike, and trust me, I have opinions. So, uh, yeah. So, I'll, whenever I don't know when that show's posted, but I'll probably be on our next show. I'll let you guys know where that is. So, there's nice. That. Uh, if people are listening to us for the first time, maybe they're they're new listeners and want to know more about what we do and where they can find us at. Where can they do that? Well, as always, please visit SuperheroSlate.com. That is the best place to find all the avenues we host our show, which is pretty much everywhere we can. And uh, you can also get our awesome show notes there. So we talked about that leaked San Diego Comic-Con Infinity War trailer. That's been online since September, and nobody knew it. So we got the link to that in our show notes. Also, that Vanity Fair article, if you want to see what that, that... 
villain lady gorgon's gonna look like we got a link to that in our show notes so mm-hmm. go check those out um you can find us on itunes youtube google play music soundcloud stitcher you can subscribe and get us right in your email inbox every week you can also like us on facebook and follow us on twitter and like chris said instagram um if you want to pick up some superhero slate shirts some merch i think we got some new designs coming out soon so you want to stay tuned for that you can find that at superhero slate.com slash store uh, if you're a fan of the show please consider leaving a a review to wherever you listen to it that's super awesome that's like the best gift mm-hmm. you could give us for the holidays if you like the show just leave us a review we love that i think if i had to choose itunes would probably be the best but i don't know if you're a stitcher freak you can go ahead and stay on on stitcher and review it there and i i, I say a freak in a in a, in a loving longing term so uh you're running you off our listeners there. already mike yeah. No, and if you're a um if you want to be a super fan of the show, uh just uh, uh share this show with a friend, share the show with a buddy uh when you see the family this holidays and we will be here every week, sometimes twice a week because whew, that Star Wars, that 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 review's coming out soon. Yes, now our next uh review episode will be Star Wars. I don't think anything else is coming out and then I mean, I can't even imagine beyond that. So I'm, I'm really excited <laughs> for Star Wars. So awesome, Mike. Well, I guess uh, we'll be back next week. We'll see you guys then. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe. Six actors say this line. Six Infinity Stones, Mike.